Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. <laughs> Howdy, folks. This is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. This week, we're going to visit a great Ozark tradition, a family playing music together. You're going to love the old-time sound and interviews with this band, Love Holler, that plays regularly on our stage at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Down in the vault, Mark Jones has found an early recording of one of our favorite singers, and folklorist Charlie Sandage gives a perspective on both the corporeal and spiritual bounty of Barnes. That's this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Love Holler is a three-piece old-time family string band. Father Stacy Russell leads the band on upright acoustic bass and vocals. Fronting the band are twin sisters Emma and Caroline Russell, bringing clawhammer banjo, guitar, and the most ethereal sibling harmonies this side of paradise. Here they are playing one of their original songs, Lonesome Traveling Girl.
pleased to be joined by Love Holler, um, the great family trio from Batesville, Arkansas. And you guys are actually sort of in Love Holler, right? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Um, uh, Wilson D. Love in 1861 came to Arkansas from Tennessee, and he settled an area in southwestern Izzard County, uh, and they, it came to be known as Love Holler, and Wilson D. Love is my great, great, great grandfather, so we're part of the Love family, so we now, have to keep that. Is that uh, H-O-L-L-E-R or A-R? I like to think it's H-O-L-L-E-R. I'm not sure, though. Or then there's, it could be H-O-L-L-E-R. A apostrophe. It could be. <laughs> it depends if you're talking about down in the thing or if you're talking about yelling real loud. You can holler love, too. There were two sisters of County Clare. Oh, the wind and the rain. One was dark and the other was fair. Oh, the dreadful wind. Dread. 
We've just really been sheltering in place and just kind of hanging out together. Have you missed the live? I'm sure you have. Let me rephrase that. Uh, what do you miss about the live performances and interacting with folks and things like that? It's just, it's just not the same. I mean, when you don't have people and you right there, I mean, we can sing to a camera. It's just not the same as singing to an audience and feeling there uh, and really seeing how you are entertaining them at that moment, seeing their, their smile, seeing them sing along. That's, that's a lot of fun. Mm. We actually sang a song today that I was like, I don't know if this is going to be as good as if there was a live audience because there's a sing-along part. And um, mm. it's just really different. Yeah. And um, I'm an introvert, but I'm not going to lie. I, I dig the applause. I like people <laughs> clapping for me and telling me how good I did, you know. So, um, yeah, it's just, it just kind of been weird. We really, we really miss being in front of a group of people and feeding off their energy and just seeing how much fun they're having because we're having fun too. Oh, day one, they've always sang, their mother sings, and uh, they've always enjoyed singing and acting and putting on plays, and it just so happened that we, they were singing at a, what was it, a benefit, benefit for the community theater in Batesville, and Twang was on the show, and of course, if Twang was there, Shea Poole was there, and Shay saw these girls sing and said, I need to talk to your mama after the show. And so that's how they really got started. I guess I'm tripping all over y'all's business. Mm -hmm. But um, they they were in an all-girl string band called Pretty Little Miss at one time. We had a great time with that. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. And it was very time-consuming coming back and forth and hither and thither. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Up and, down and, the, yes. and the, uh, the, other, the other young ladies that were in the band, they all had family bands or side gigs. 
And so I told him, I said, well, I'll learn to play the bass and um, you, this can be your side gig. And it's just with there being uh, 37 miles in between Batesville and Mountain View, that just kind of uh, evolved into our own thing. see similarities in the love that a family shares carries over into the music and I think that's what makes it so great is because it's not just it's not just a song it's not just words and a melody in a tune it's also they have this shared past this shared history this shared blood and that's what just connects them and binds them together in in the song in and that's what makes it so so special well, they gave him his orders in Monroe, Virginia, saying, Steve, you're way behind. 
not 38, but it's old 97. You gotta put her in the dispenser on time. Then he turned and he said to his black crazy fireman, he said, shovel on a little more coal. And when we cross that old white oak mountain, you just watch old 97 roll. It's a mighty rough road from Lynchburg to Danville on a line on a three-mile grade. It was on that grade that he lost his air brakes. You can see what a jump he made. Then a telegram came from Washington Station, and this is how it read. Ozark Family Band, Love Holler, singing some mostly traditional songs. They began that set with Lonesome Traveling Girl, followed by the old English ballad, Oh, the Wind and Rain, Swing and Turn Jubilee, Fare Thee Well, or Dink Song, which was collected by the late Alan Lomax, and ending with The Wreck of Old 97, a song about an actual train wreck that occurred on September 27, 1903. We've got more great music and interviews with Love Holler to come, but after this break, Come with me down to the vault for a visit with the fascinating Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Let's take a trip down to the vault right now and see my buddy Mark Jones and see if he's got any good old music for us down there. Hey, Mark, are you down here? You bet. 
I'm just looking around trying to find some stuff, and I run across this, and it came from Fox, Arkansas. It was recorded at the Folk Center, but these folks lived out there close to where you're at, out in Fox. Yeah, who's that? Well, this is uh, Judy Clementson and her daughters, Jody and Cheryl. I remember them very well. They... They were some of the first outsiders, I guess you'd say, to move down to Fox. I think they bought their land at Fox about 1968. Okay, well, I, I was wondering. Now, it's on Sutterfield Road, and, uh, boy, it's a pretty place out in there. That's right. They bought the Bosenberg Place out at the end of the Sutterfield Road. Uh, they came there in 68, and I remember that they bought 80 acres of land for $35 an acre, and a pretty uh, nice place, too. You know, uh, Judy, one time she told me when they were moving all their stuff in out there, said that the neighbor, Mary Sutterfield, stood there and watched her and Jean and the kids unloading a U-Haul. Just packed full of stuff. And after they got it all unloaded, Mary come up and said, Y'all sure got a lot of stuff. Judy said, Yeah, we do. I guess we brought everything we own with us. Mary looked at her and said, You know, in the winter and you need something, just come on down to the house and I'll show you how you can live without it. <laughs> you know, I was thinking this is recorded, I believe, in 1973. That's about the time that I met those young girls, Jody and Cheryl. I think they were only maybe 10 or 11 years old at the time that this was recorded. That's right. I think they were. And, uh, you know, Judy did so much as far as music. She taught so many young kids who have gone on to teach other musicians. I bet she taught a thousand people how to play the dulcimer. She was a fine dulcimer player herself and very well loved. She married later on in life and became Judy Klinkhammer, and that's how she was known around here. And unfortunately, we lost her. She passed away last year. Yeah, but uh, I tell you what, why don't we listen to Judy, Jody, and Cheryl singing Where Would I Go But To The Lord. Where? 
comfort I get from God's own Boy, that's a pretty song, Mark. I, it takes me back quite a ways to hear those young girls sing that great harmony. It sure does. They're great, great people. Yep. We'll always remember Judy, and a lot of people will, too. You bet. Well, thanks a lot, Mark. I'll see you next week. All right. Descendants of the original settlers of the Love Hollow region of Independence County, Arkansas, the Russell family has turned their love for all things antique into an authentic old-time sound. Drawing their primary inspiration from the legendary Carter family, Love Holler has incorporated into their repertoire a collection of haunting ancient European ballads and early American folk songs, as well as their own original songs. Let's begin this second set with a song attributed to A.P. Carter. For fear the heart men are failing, for these are Great depression now is spreading. God's word declares would be so. But I'm going where there's no depression to a lovely land that's free from care. I'll leave this world of toil and trouble. My home's in heaven. I'm going bright land there'll be no hunger no orphan children crying for bread no weeping widows troll of trouble no shrouds no coffins and no death i'm going where there's no depression to a lovely land that's free from care i'll leave this world my home's in heaven, I'm going there. With this dark hour of midnight nearing, tribulation time will come. The storms will hurl the midnight fear and sweep lost millions to their doom. But I'm going where there's no depression To a lovely land that's free from care I'll leave this world of toil and trouble My home's in heaven, I'm going there I'm going where there's no depression To a lovely land care I'll leave this world of toil and trouble my home's in heaven
there's always a level of respect because you're our dad. Yeah. But I think there's also, uh, we can be like, oh, I don't like the way you sing that song. <laughs> or, oh, I don't like that. That song's too long or this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think it's also something a lot of kids don't are really separated from their parents and especially their dads because they don't have a lot in common. A lot of girl, young girls especially. Mm-hmm. There's just not a lot to talk about. But this gives us just all kinds of interests and things that go well together. Mm-hmm. Like we, we even, besides the folk music, we have similar tastes in the music we just listen to. And so that's fun to talk about and fun to share. We've always sung in choir, 
Mm -hmm. I mean, ever since we were tried out for our honor choir in the fourth grade. And um, we both made the All-State Choir this, this year. year. So classical music has been an interest of ours as well. Being classically trained has interested me. And we've always had a soft spot for music, I think. And I, I was thinking about, well, what can I major in? What am I good at? And music was pretty much the only thing that was a definite, had pros in everything. There was hardly any cons. Mm -hmm. so. I've, I've had an interest in opera because I really love musical theater. I'm not the best dancer, <laughs> so that wouldn't require me a lot of dancing, mostly singing. And um, also, I'm interested in teaching music. We helped out with our sixth, sixth grade, grade choir this year at oh, school. Really? We were the student teachers, and that was just wonderful. Mm -hmm. Now, what college you both will be attending? Which college? We'll be attending Bellhaven University in Jackson, Mississippi. Come on, Eve. Take warning how you court young men They're like a star on a summer morning They first appear and then they're gone They'll tell to you some
Four more fine songs from the Ozark family band, Love Holler. First, we heard a Carter family song called No Depression in Heaven. Then a Puritan hymn, Here in the Vineyard. Next came an American traditional song, Come All Ye Fair and Tender Ladies. And they closed out with another Carter family song, Foggy Mountaintop. After this short break, we'll be hearing from Charlie Sandage about the importance of barns in rural America. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Today, author, folklorist, and songwriter Charlie Sandage gives us his perspective on the esoteric beauty of barns in the Ozarks. Barns seem to be art objects these days. Can you really count up the paintings of old barns, the more decrepit the better, that you've seen? Around here, someone has come up with what I think is a fine idea. Paintings of quilt blocks are showing up on the sides of barns, the combination is undeniable folk art. But if you grew up, as I did, in and around one old barn or another, when you pass one along the road, an old abandoned one or one still in active service, it's like opening up one of those old picture albums your grandmother kept. You see yourself doing a thousand things that only happen in a barn. On the practical side, if the loft was well-planned, you can break open a bale and drop the loose hay right into the rack for feeding or multiple racks if there are separate stables for horses or mules, a milking room, and so on. It was a large open space built for storing stacks of hay bales. Efficient. It kept the hay high and dry out of the muck and ruin. From a younger kid's perspective, you could rearrange the bales into forts, tunnels, rooms, whatever. Just be sure to put them back into place. If the hay was loose, the possibilities multiplied, only limited by your imagination. It was a good place to store piles of peanuts on the vine, and you could pull up a hay bale for a place to sit while you picked the nuts off the vines. A grown-up, if determined to be efficient around the time I was growing up, would keep the vines and grind them into winter livestock feed, along with corn, corn cobs and stalks, good hay, and maybe some supplement bought at the co-op, then would come the final step, using one of those small hammer mills that ran off a belt driven by the PTO, that's power takeoff, on an old tractor. The downside about a hayloft, when you're bringing the hay in to store it, you have to throw the bells up over your head and far enough onto the loft floor that it doesn't topple back down on you. Good luck doing this the first year or so when you're just old enough to be hauling hay. Interior doors on the lower floor in a barn were mostly sliding ones. They were for separating stables, corn cribs, harness rooms, and such, 
You don't take up valuable space with swinging doors. When you got big enough to slide open a heavy barn door, it was kind of a passage from little kid to big kid. The worst job in a barn was, hands down, cleaning out the stables. During working months, the mules were shut up overnight. They eat. Guess what? Stalls have to be cleaned out periodically with a pitchfork. Milking rooms aren't nearly as bad because the cows don't stay there overnight. Ladders. Usually a series of two-by-four strips nailed straight up a wall leading to the loft. When you got big enough to just swing down through the hay bale opening and drop to the ground, that was another rite of passage. How did people, especially kids, keep from getting hurt five times a day doing what people do in a barn, especially when large, ornery animals were moving around? Most parents these days would never turn their seven or eight-year-olds loose in a barn. Then there are those special odd occasions when a barn comes in handy. When you're six and decide to run away, you won't last too long out in the woods. If you're not ready to give up and go back into the house late in the evening, the barn is a good compromise until nightfall. In my case, the reckoning came just about dark when Dad came out to do the milking. My choice was between staying in the loft all night or showing myself and getting to the house for supper. I chose supper. Let's close out this week's show with some more songs from Stacy Russell and his daughters, Carolyn and Emma, in a band named after their home, Love Holler. Here they are singing a traditional Irish tune, the Rattlin' Bog. In the tree, in the tree, in the hole, in the hole, in the bog, in the bog down in the valley. 
leg there was a shoe, a rare shoe, a rattling shoe, and the shoe and the flea and the flea and the leg and the leg and the chick and the chick and the egg and the egg and the nest and the nest and the branch and the branch and the tree and the tree and the hole, hole and the bog and the bog down in the valley, oh, hoar oh, the rattling bog, the bog down in the valley, oh, hoar Now they're going to be off in college, going off to college. You're not going to be playing together as much uh, as you have over the past years, and that's going to leave a little hole, I think, isn't it? It really, it really is because we really cherish these times that we have to, and we thank we thank the Ozark Folk Center for having us up here and booking us as much as they can, and we've just really had a great time. And it's, it's going to be different, but it's going to be different at home. These are the only two children that my wife and I have, and so we're going to be empty nesters. They've already been replaced by dogs anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it's going to be different. I think it's going to be a bit of a teary send-off. I'm, I'm afraid so. <laughs> he and our mom sometimes joke that they're going to be, they're going to come up here and be the next big thing in Folk Center. <laughs> they got dulcimers, and we're really planning on Trying to upstage oh, us. Yeah, upstage <laughs> us. Well, so, yeah. Well, we'll look. At, does that mean maybe we'll see, uh, as I know her on email, Twins Mama up here? We may, we'll well, you may see Twin Mama in okay. SLP up here. You never <laughs> know. Oh, I'm going far away, far away from poor Jeanette. There is no one left to love me now, and you two may forget. But my heart, it will be with you wherever you may go. Can you look me in the face and say the same, do you know? When you wear the jacket red or the beautiful cockade, I fear you will forget all of the promises you made. With your gun upon your shoulder, and your saber by your side You'll be taking some fine lady And be making her your bride Oh, if I were Queen of France Or still better Pope of Rome I'd have no fighting men abroad Nor weeping maids at home All the world should be at peace And the right should be the might I'd have those who made the quarreling the only ones to fight. Or when glory leads the way, you'll be madly rushing on, never thinking if they kill you that my happiness is gone. If you win the day, perhaps, a general you'll be. Though I'm proud to think of that, Oh, what will become of me? Oh, if I were Queen of France, still better Pope of Rome, I'd have no fighting men abroad, nor weeping maids at home. All the world should be at peace, and the right should be the might. I'd have those who made the quarreling the only ones to fight. Stacey, what was your take on the college down there? Um, it's five hours from home, <laughs> right. and it's in a it's in a real city, and 
I'm still a little bit apprehensive about it, but this seems like just a really nice place and there's lots of security and lots of people that really care about you and it's small enough that they can keep keep tabs on you make sure that you're not just holed up in your dorm room and you get involved and it, it just they seem like the kind of people that you would want educating your kids. We've told we've told the girls that maybe they can drive uh, to Memphis, and we'll meet them at Hattie B's or at Central Barbecue, <laughs> and then they can go home with us from there. So that's well, really, yeah, that is kind of that's uh, about a halfway meeting point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but if they if they call me and say, "Hey, we have a gig down here," the first thing I'm going to ask is, "How much does it pay?" Because <laughs> right, right. it may not be worth the gas yeah. to get that's down right. there. That's right. But they're uh, good musicians and singers in their own right, so they could, they don't need dad. They've I've uh, done my best to kind of keep train the, them in the way they should. Yeah, go. <laughs> train them in the way they should go. And mainly, my job started out as just the guy that kind of keeps the uh, wheels on the road keeps the show going and but they they've been around and they've learned and they've they've seen from other people and they could do they could do this by themselves no yeah, problem well, well we thank y'all for for taking a chance on us and having us up here and all the folks that come up here and and uh, are so kind to us and help us out we just really we've we've met people who we may not know their names but we know their faces and they they always come, and they make a. Then they tell us they make a point to come to the folk center when yeah. we are when we are booked, and that's just really that's really huge. 
yeah to think about it feels good Ozark Family Band, Love Holler, singing the Ratland Bog, Jeanette and Janot, written in 1847 by Charles Glover, and a traditional American tune with British roots called the Silver Dagger. They finished this last set with another song from the Carter family, Another Broken Heart. Thanks for listening to our show, and much thanks to our producer Jeff Glover, who spends countless hours hunched over a mixing board making this show sound just right. For Ozark Highlands Radio, this is your host, Dave Smith. I'll see you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974 and by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. 
More information available at stonebank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at ozarkhighlandsradio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Thank you.